Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today, as always, by Bob. Yes. The stalwart Bob. Stalwart. Yes. And uh, and we're going to be... What is the what is the date today? I don't even today know. Today is the 28th of February. February. Yes, it is the end of February, and... Uh, I mean, it's technically the 27th, but... Sure. Kayfabe. Exactly. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, thing, the thing that we don't ever do. Um, That's true. But yes, we're not doing video because again, I'm lazy this time, and so I'm just, oh my god, so tired. <laughs> also, I can, I can, I can hide my face behind this pop filter. That is true. This that Funko also helps. Pop filter. Funko. Oh man, they should make them that have Funko Pop faces, so you could like films. <laughs> you know, look like. You know, that's it's surprising that there aren't <laughs> pop filters that have like faces on them. Uh, it seems like a no-brainer. I'll push that. Yeah. All right. Let's yep. talk about comic books. Okay. Let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 44. Yes. Let's talk about how <laughs> uh, I believe that uh, someone was told in the middle of making this comic that Spider-Boy had to appear, and they went, uh, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. and they went, too bad, and so everything has finished. They've wrapped up their whole storyline, and then they turn and they go, hey, what did you think about it, Poochie? And Poochie's like... Thumbs yeah. up, dude. I Radical. I did notice that there was a panel uh, mid-book, amidships, <laughs> where he was drawn into it. And I was like, I wondered if like, they got to the end, they drew him in it, and they were like, oh, shit, we probably should have had him actually appear in this before. So they just drew him into a panel. Yeah, maybe maybe he should have shown up in the comic. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just a crazy this thought. This ended up being sort of sort of a bust. Like, I, I feel like it was. It would have been a good like three-part so story. Close. But like, it, was, they, it was a little decompressed i really thought it was i really thought it was going to be something good i yeah, was it started interesting it did. like it as did. much as like i decided i just because it was a crossover with a bunch of stuff i was like i'm not going to do this and i, I jumped off and i'm kind of sort of glad i did but there were oh, some yeah, yeah. points of it that were pretty good there were i, I just think overall it, just it was like a, a little bust. weird with it the did. like madame mask and like mystical sigils and blah. i was just like huh yeah okay i mean i feel like they had to do that because other than that it was just going to be a bunch of people punching each other for which is definitely what it ended up being. I mean, it sure did. And also, there's, I will say there was a, I had been telling people, you don't need to read anything else to, to get this. And then this issue, it's like, it just ends and uh, Shang-Chi and Danny Rand come in all beat to shit. <laughs> and they're like, "What guys, didn't you hear about our adventure? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh what shut happened up. to you guys? Oh, I do And there was like no editor's note that was yeah. like, check out the, no. uh, you know. No, th- this definitely feels like they're, I what I, is going to happen with this giant blood, blood I'm crossover? actually, so I can find a way to complain about anything, uh, but like, I'm actually hopeful for Blood Hunt. I hope Bloody I know, Blood Even blood though it's just good. Final Night with Vampires. Exactly. Um, it, it does have Tigra. And so, but then like, there's like 14 million one shots and there's like not a tiger one. I'm like, why would you not have a, that seems weird. Like she's on the cover of like every issue, but whatever. Oh, I'm interested. Whatever. They're just going to kill her off. I guarantee you by the end of it, she's dead. It seems like if they're featuring her, they're probably going to kill her. Exactly. Be honest. Uh, Anyway, you know, the Amazons, guess what they're doing? Attack. They're attacking. Uh, I'm not reading that, but for some reason, other people are. Yeah, so. I think it's. Uh, I think, I think it might be better than I'm giving it credit for. It's Sophie Campbell. Oh, uh, I mean that's it, good. And I think people are like, I think there's a there's a niche. Plus, it's like 
ties into Wonder Woman, which I think is starting to pick up a little bit of steam. Like it's actually Tom King's run isn't that bad. So okay. I think people are starting to get into it. Cool. Uh, Avengers Twilight number three is out. I think this will be a good trade. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I was, I was not on board for the first issue. I was like, mm-hmm. this isn't grabbing me. And it felt like nobody was on board for the first issue in the store. Because it was like slow to sell, yeah. and then by the time the second issue came out, people came back, sold out the first issue, yeah. and then like it seems like it's been picking up ever since. Like we're selling more as the series goes on. Yeah, I think so. I think it just they didn't really like what's the point of this other Avengers? You know, it's just kind of like out of left field yeah. this thing, and then it's like oh, it's actually really interesting yeah. what he's doing, and so um, yeah, yes, and then. Good. And then Batman, he's brave, he's, he's bold. Brave, he's bold. Um, there's some. There's actually some cool stuff in there. There's a, a Lois Lane. Uh, if that's like starting like like the idea of like a like a crime mystery Lois Lane, Ooh, I think I is like a cool that. Uh, thing. And there was it's like Baywatch Nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is very much exactly like that. And then there was some other like it's a pretty good like. Okay. I think this is. Like it feels like there's a reason for all these stories to be told. Plus, I really enjoyed that wild dog one that finished last time. So yes, that's I'm like, true. Okay, maybe that is cool. Do more with cool characters like that. Exactly. Uh, we got another, a third freaking printing of Beneath the Trees, where nobody sees. Mm-hmm. Every single time, I get that fucking song stuck in my head. <laughs> Games Without Frontiers. Yeah. <laughs> Beneath the trees where nobody sees in Games Without Frontiers. <laughs> Every time. Uh, blue Lock 11. It is a manga about locking things in blue. It's actually about soccer. Or or as you might know it, football. Football. Uh, or footy. Or or kicking fun, as, <laughs> as the kids know it. Uh, yeah. Very pop, strangely popular. I love how manga can do niche stuff like this. Yeah. It's weird that American comics can't do niche books like this and be successful. Yeah. Or you almost think maybe they can, they just don't try. That might, and you know what? That might be the thing. Because there's literally like a series from Boom about fencing that lasted like, there's like four miniseries and it sells. Speaking of Boom, there's another one. There's there's that, that series Backstagers. Oh, I didn't and that, that was that is literally about people who work tech crew at yeah. in theater, and it's great. Like people love it. It's an LGBTQ thing. It's like super popular, and nice. it was really fun. So maybe that's maybe it's just that only Boom is trying. Yes, I think that could that be, be the, the thing. Case. And it is funny that it does seem to all be LGBTQ stuff that tries in. Like, we're not doing anything else other than that. And yeah, it seems like we're not very bold in the Western comics. Not very brave, not very bold. <laughs> Ironic, because we <laughs> invented being brave and bold yes. uh, at uh, Detective Comics. Yes. Uh, Borealis, number three. Borealis. Not, Bar- not Borealis, but Borealis. Uh, we've got Cable, number two, which... We have to fix the cable. <laughs> we have to fix the cable. I, man, that... Uh, that Tim Hildebrandt I didn't see it. B cover from his uh it's it's one. so delightfully 90s. Nice. I mean it literally This is. whole series is very 90s. Oh, 100%, isn't it? I mean it's Except uh, for it's not image 90s. It's just like kind of like it's written like 90s right. but it looks like 2000s. It's like O oh, Kill Strike uh done for real. 
but it is. Uh, but we are talking about that guy whose name I can't pronounce. Fabian Nicieza. Is it night? It's I don't know. Uh, okay, Nicieza <laughs> is about the best I've heard. That's that how pronounced. I always said it. But nice guy could be Yeza. wrong. Uh, what about Canary or Canary? That's a Western comic by Dan Penosian. Sure is. Yeah. And Scott Snider. Oh Schneider. Schneider. D two Schneider. I must kill Schneider. Um, Carnage. V two Schneider. <laughs> you got me. David Bowie song. Oh okay. Uh, all I know is uh, the Lodger album, I believe. Oh wow! I love that album, and I have and maybe no it's, it's idea. either Lodger or one of those. It's one of those the Berlin trilogy ones. You know what? I'll to Google be it. to be fair, uh, I only listen to the half that isn't the Brian Eno songs on those. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, sorry. The Crazy instrumental jerk offs do not do anything <laughs> for me. I like songs. Peter Schneider is definitely an instrumental jerk off. I think that's Ugh. the only lyric in the whole thing. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine without ever listening to those. Uh, Crash down by our friend Ben Templesmith. Hmm. That cool. is out. Uh, the, I thought it looked familiar, that art. <laughs> yes. Who are like, hmm, there seem to be a lot of tentacles in this. I wonder who this could be. Of course, it's going to be Ben Templesmith. Um, we got some Dead X-Men number two coming out. And Deep Cuts from Image Comics. Mm. This oh, is that yeah. that jazz mystery comic that is pretty awesome. So each one self-contained. This one's drawn by Junie Bot. Yeah, awesome. I, I was, was like, shit. I was I wondering what... Cuts. I was wondering what happened to them. Junie Ba. Yeah. yeah, I don't know anything about the gender of Junie Ba. Nor do I. And I just I, love the art. And this same. is cool because it's like sort of like that psychedelic jazz yeah. era, like the Thelonious yep. Monk kind of like out there jazz stuff. Yep. And the art really Your does Your goodbye kind of... pork pie hats, if you will. Sure. Uh, <laughs> by the way, V2 Schneider is on Heroes. On Heroes. Again, only listen to the songs on those records. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after that is... Uh... De- defective comics. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You know, an, one issue of Batman wandering a psychedelic <laughs> desert landscape uh, is a tough sell for me. But like 10 issues of it, when it costs four ninety nine each... You lost me a while back, yeah. and it's time to move on from this. Like, I nothing against Rom V. Like, no, but I think you are, he's a you very are not talented alone. writer. The backup feature is infinitely more engaging, yep. and it's that's Dan Waters, and is like four pages, and it's like, come on, I would like just why, why? Yep, Batman in a psychedelic desert for multiple issues is just a head scratcher for yep. me. Like, come Same. on. Like, I have a hard enough time when it's like Batman teams up with Etrigan, you know? It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That I like. like, I mean, I do too, but, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's like Spider-Man in space. It's kind of like... It it can work, but it's like... It can't work for long. Yeah. You know, but it's like, I don't want to... That is a a two-issue arc. Spider-Man in space is two issues. arc of (laughs) Spider-Man trying to stick webs to asteroids, you know? It's just like Batman. He's like, what's Batman? What does he do? He he swings on a rope. He drives a car. He... (laughs) 
<laughs> he solves a crime. He punches a guy. Like you know, yeah. come on. Like <laughs> sounds like Eddie Izzard describing the army. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you run, you jump, <laughs> climb a little thing. It's great. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I hate to sound like a you know like a luddite or whatever. A like, curmudgeon. You know, like a curmudgeon. Like, a, it's not like a comics curmudgeon. If you, you could will. do lots of cool things within the framework yeah. of what Batman does. Like he has one of the most visually interesting costumes like yeah. that's ever been created for comic books like you could do all kinds of cool shit and have it not get boring like and still have it just be like what batman does i don't need him to like have a psychedelic adventure it's batman just... learns to make dumplings sure they have that as a manga it's great there you go <laughs> <laughs> and he rides on superman's back and it he looks does. vaguely he... like they're having sex it's and that's cool and he has <laughs> chopsticks and he eats some sushi and like yep. that's fine like you know it is Oh boy! That uh, only comes out every like once every three months, and is like twice the pro. Like one of those is like yeah. three times the length of this Detective Comics thing, yeah. and you know, costs only twice as much. Truth. Anyway, whatever. Sorry. Uh, Duke number three. It looks cool. I realized this is like one of those things like Conan we were talking about, where it's just like maybe I just just don't really like Conan. I think that like yeah. and I and <laughs> no, I get that it's like a popular thing, like. <laughs> I don't know that I have the interest yeah. to stretch across three different G.I. Joe titles, but I could be convinced to buy one. I don't. That's see. This is the thing is that I don't have the interest to stretch across the, the whole thing mm. uh, like the Duke. I mean, aside from the fact that Duke is the least interesting to me, the fact that Josh Williamson is doing it is is like what's bringing me into it. And I like what they're doing. Yeah. With. Duke or whatever, but it's like I don't need a slow build nope. to like set up. It's GI Joe. It's been around since the fucking eighties. Yep. I know what the deal is with GI Joe. Like just he's get a him real into American hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Transformers. Yeah. It's like one comic. I'm buying it. It's got great art. But, I don't even give a shit about a Transformer. It's got great art. It's exactly. cool. There's one comic to collect. And the GI Joe series crosses over with the Transformers series. Spoiler alert! In a big yes, way, which is does. really nice. Which uh, is cool. And actually, to be honest, the Cobra Commander series has been really good because it's bringing in all the characters that I care about. Yes. So, you know, the fact that it's Dreadnoughts and Cobra Commander makes it readable for me. Yeah. So that's it. Anyway, um, Earth Divers, the trade paperback of Volume 2, Ice Age, is out. Edenwood, number five. That is the Tony Daniel thing. Oh, yeah. I remember the last one had it was like the art went over the title and you couldn't tell what it was called. Sure did. Uh, we have Expanse of the Dragon Tooth, number nine of 12. Cool. Uh, we have a preview for the follow-up to uh, that uh, to Stray Dogs called Feral. Now it's Cats. Mm. Ooh. And uh, and the, the preview for that is $100 because OMG. people- Because collectors are out of their gourds and we uh, need to pay the bills. Because Stray Dogs already is like optioned, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Feral will be better because it's cats. Yep. <laughs> I mean- it, Oh, man. Speaking of ash cans, uh, I was uh, looking for uh, a comic and I found a cro- came across a ash can of a book that will be coming out. And I'm going to mention it here because it looks so friggin' good from Boom called Friday Man's God. Best. Oh, yeah. Whew. Oh, I mean, did Jesse Lonergan fucking yes, in? come Lonergan, on. And then like uh, porn sack pitch it showed. Uh, God, thank name you. You can't type into Facebook without getting thrown into <laughs> Facebook jail. But like, you know, is that true? Uh, yeah. One of the people in that my is comic bull- group. Uh, like, it's weird. Shit. It wasn't like universal because like I put his name in a, po- in a post that I did and it didn't get flagged. But then I think it was a comment 
someone put his name in a comment and, and it kept getting banned. It was like saying it went, went against their standards. Like you can't literally, you can't. I'm sorry, write, we don't we don't agree with Cambodians here. <laughs> it's just oh, Facebook. But yeah, no, that You're looks really good. Best. And I read the the preview for it. And if you think it's just we three in space, you are incorrect. Oh, interesting. I did not think that, but it's what it looks like. for, no. for like a hundred percent. Like if you look at it, it's like dog with a robot leg like kind of everybody's got that Lonergan armor that's oh up. I know anyway, I mean that isn't a comic oh, that came out and but it looks so good it's so good. I'm, I'm ordering yeah. like crazy on that yeah one. It's, it's cute as fuck too yeah. like there's a pug dog with a rocket on his back yeah, it sure is <laughs> <laughs> all right flash number six Yes. It's out. <laughs> it is. Uh, they're going a place that uh, I can say honestly that no Flash fan ever asked anyone to do. You're going ever. somewhere where I can't follow it again. Yeah. I mean, I'm following it. Like I am a Flash <laughs> fan. Like, but I'm sorry. Like, oh, this idea is like based on literally a dumb pun, but it's also like. Sort of religious too, maybe I don't know. Like, I don't know. Stupid. Who cares? It's, it's stupid. I would say I would go. You as should far buy as this comic. Say, it's stupid. It's stupert. Stupert. Super de stupert. Giant sized Fantastic Four number one. Better than I would oh, have yeah. expected. I. I. Um, it, not... it was, and it also was like, I mean, it's classic. You're talking classic Reed Richards here, but there's just this, this very. At some point, he's going to see a big ancient relic that looks like a door that was meant to contain something, and he's not going to open it. <laughs> like, one time, that's yeah. going to happen in a Fantastic Four story. Also, like, the Human Torch using his flame powers in a bubble underwater seems ill-advised. Um, but, you know. It it does. I mean... Like, there's only limited oxygen there, pal. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, anyway, that... It was... it. The thing that was interesting about this more, like, for me is that the whole thing is on cover stock. Yeah. Like, the entire comic is on cover stock. It's, like, and, like, not, like, the shitty Marvel yeah, cover yeah. stock that they've been using. But, it's like, weird. it's, like, the pages turn, like, they can't stiff cardstock. They can't afford stock. to put real covers on their regular books, but they can make an entire giant-sized Fantastic uh, Four out of cardstock yeah. pages. What well, is happening? Fantastic Four is getting a little bit of heat. It is. I, I mean, think. it should be, because... That casting looks fucking awesome for the movie. I, I agree. I, I was. The, I think it looks pretty cool. We literally the first. So when he get cast, it's all going to depend on what the thing looks like for me, though. Oh, uh, absolutely. But I mean, when when that was announced, we were all standing around like the, a bunch of people who worked here, and almost everyone to a person was like, "That is terrible." Reed Richards casting. I was like, I personally thought it too. I was like, "Oh my god." Like, I think of him as being Bob Dobbs, so I always expect, like, I want him to be that, like, that stereotypical 50s, like, blandest white guy that you've ever seen. Like, there's something about him that is supposed to be so milquetoast and so generic, Mm. just like, oh, oh, son, you probably shouldn't have been out there playing baseball, whatever, you know. (laughs) And then once I saw, for some reason, seeing him with everyone else, I was like, 
fuck? Well, Someone is a legitimate genius in the casting department. I think two things. One, they cast Krasinski as him because that's what everybody said they should do. And then he got on screen and it was like, this is not a good no. idea. That guy has like zero fucking charisma. Nope. And then. None. Um, well, but. So, so then again, they did that. But then. That should thing, Mr. Fantastic have charisma? You're talking about like literally one of the most charismatic. To pull off that power set and to have a wife that's like 20 years younger than him. Like he's got to have some kind of charisma. That's like, true. On. That I mean, is he's true. He's a dick, but he's like right. Uh, the thing uh, for me, he has to have kind of like an aloofness, yeah, like a dis- like a sort of like a like a spectrumy kind yeah, of yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah. But they're playing him. They're. I mean, if you play him as Pedro Pascal, he's he's, he's like sexy. Reed he's going to be which fucking is, cool, which is weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> Although, because um, how do you make those powers cool? But the thing that sold me on Stephen Colbert did it. Yep. In the, I mean, honestly, the, Colbert would have been fine, Mister Fantastic. <laughs> he, I mean, in his heyday, he would have been yeah, perfect because yeah. he's he has that perfect. He had at the time when he was young, he looked right. like Bob Dobbs. You know, yeah, he had that perfect totally. generic white and, guy. Yeah. Um, the thing I like about it though is it looks like they're they're sticking with it being like from the sixties. Yes. And I do very much hope that they keep the origin Fingers exactly as the crossed. comics, and then just like have them just time travel forward. Oh my god, it would That's be totally so good. Do it. I'm so I'm like I am legitimately excited for a Marvel movie for the yeah. first time. Well, that's in the secret forever. The the reason why people haven't been excited about Marvel movies is because they lost the Downey Jr. Chris Evans factor. Like yeah. it needed to be it has like to be the an existing actor. superhero, but like with a name yeah. that like is that works you know like i mean or really with somebody is, who is like so charismatic that you can't stop looking at them like tom holland or something like a tom holland yeah. perfect example i mean yeah he, it's just it is a casting thing and they perfect. just haven't really been yep. nailing the casting but i think maybe and i guess i've read a lot of people online say that like they think it's terrible casting so who knows what the reaction will be but i think it, it looks pretty yeah. good to me. i mean that was that was my knee-jerk reaction too it's and possible. then i was so so flipped on it instantly as soon as i saw the cast together i was like oh my god this is genius yeah it's just like for me it's like a a but i think that if if they're gonna do anything right like they have to just the thing has to look fucking cool of course you have to make him look cool he cannot look like he looks in those other movies and the other thing is that he's going to look cool because he's motion capture so they're going to they're gonna sonic him they're gonna basically be like here's here's what it looks like and everyone's gonna go you know what's wrong with that? The entire internet will explode and go, his eyes are green. Why would you do that? And then yeah. they'll go, oh, oh uh, sorry, we, what we meant was to click, 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 fixed it. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll or, see. I mean, with Sonic, I think they might have done that as a marketing ploy I just, just to get internet buzz. I but. don't, I, I don't want him to look like Kirby thing as much no. as like, I get it. I want him to look like John Byrne thing. Mm. Or somewhere okay. close to there. I mean, I think both of those things are very difficult to look like in reality because they are such a cartoon construct. But uh, yeah. interesting. I mean, I, I, to be quite frank, I liked the uh, whatever that dude, Michael Chiklis. I liked the Michael Chiklis. He was thing. a good Ben Grimm. I think I liked the way that the suit looked, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to revisit them. I thought it was pretty good. It's also entirely possible that I've never seen the first one. I did see the one with the Silver Surfer in, and I hated it. Well, I mean, it, it was, was terrible. terrible. It was terrible. And then I didn't see the second, the, the newer one. 
I've I've been on record as saying this, but this is just how dumb I am about this stuff. I went and watched it, and I knew it was a terrible movie the entire time I was watching it. But I was like, he jumped off a building and said, flame on. Fucking, I, like, I got my money's worth. A dude caught fire after jumping off a building. A dude turned into a pile of rocks. I'm pretty fucking happy. <laughs> I really, it doesn't take yeah. much to make me happy in the world of that kind of stuff. Mm. It was exciting to see that. I was excited when I watched Roger Corman's movie. When I watched a bootleg VHS of that, I was like, eh, that suit looks pretty good. I mean, I sat through that Justice League pilot with uh, David Odgerton Steers as uh, Martian Manhunter, so that is, I can't... That, uh, was a, that was a whole thing. Yeah, it was. The, <laughs> one of the few movies in existence that you can only buy at a table from a sketchy dude at a Comic-Con. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> that and uh, what was... Oh, man, what's the other one that you could only get from it? I mean, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. 3Dev Adam. That's where I got 3Dev Adam. Yep. Jesus. Oh. That's a masterpiece right there. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. We have digressed. We have. We've digressed away from Godzilla, the war for humanity. It's a war for humanity. Godlike Zilla. This is really good. I mean, yeah, it is. It's so it's, good. And there's only one more, I think, and I'm sad that just, it's going to be uh, not ongoing. I will probably buy this when they inevitably, if they have even the slightest bit of brain matter left at like IDW. Like sized they will release a beautiful oversized hardcover and I will buy the ever living fuck out of it. Honestly, there's probably not a treatment nice enough that I could not justify buying it. I'm excited at the potential return of the tabloid size comic. I feel like there's mm. going to be like I read yeah. something about some tabloid thing there that's is. getting redone and I'm like if they're going to start doing tabloids again and I think they should start doing digest. Oh, yeah, as it well. is. It's super weird. They're redoing. I can't remember what it's called. What's the? What's the? The. Uh, it's a Batman story by Neil Adams, and it's the first appearance of Talia Al Ghul. I can't remember what it was called. It's not Death in the Maidens, tabloid size? but it's tabloid sized. Huh. That's the. That's one of DC's next uh, reprints. All right. And they're doing it's it's the one with Batman like it literally folds out if you fold it out flat. Batman's on his knees going ah, hmm. and it's that like classic Neil Adams like Batman's upset. <laughs> I feel like maybe that wasn't initially published as a tabloid, but then there I think is it a was. tabloid. Okay, uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't know. originally, but it definitely there is an old. I, I do like know a 70s the, of the tabloid, tabloid size one, and I thought that's the one where like. But yeah, I wonder. Yeah, maybe that did come out as a tabloid first. I can't remember. I don't either. Anyway, I read uh, it as a digest first. It was in a like a tiny. Wow, that's tiny crazy. Um, what about Green Arrow number nine? You know, for the first time in story, someone has looked at Amanda Waller and been like, hey, why are you doing this shit? You aren't really like this. And I was like, okay. I, at least someone fucking yeah. acknowledged it. And of course, it's going to be Green Arrow, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I it's, mean, uh, again, pointing to the fact that DC has finally gone back to their original characterization of Green Arrow as the only person who will call people out, out on their yeah, shit. Calls them out. Yeah. The uh, the only problem I really have with this whole deal more than more than the problem I have with Amanda Waller as a big villain is that well, and then they wrap Mister Bones into it. I'm like, man, he's a villain now too. What the fuck? <laughs> 
But, I don't even uh, know who that is. Oh, Mr. Bones. He's the head of the Department of External of Extra Normal Operations, the DEO. Okay, you got uh, me. He man. was an Infinity Incorporated. It was created by Todd oh, McFarlane. Oh, fuck, yes, he's he was. He's the skull-faced yep, guy. I know who he and, is. Well, Damn so he it. was like, he had this dorky Spawn-like costume yes, that McFarlane did. gave him. And then they, at some point, um, actually, I know when it was. It was uh, the series Chase, which was drawn by J.H. Williams yeah. III, and yeah, it was yeah. very good. Um they brought him in as the head of this organization that was like basically like super cops kind of like kind of like a Kirby-esque kind of thing. Okay. Um, but they just that's when he started wearing like a suit and being just like kind of like just this weird skeleton guy that walks yeah. around and it's a much better design. Yeah. It's J.H. Williams. Um, <laughs> but now he's like a dick. I guess. And then also, but the thing that like, I just like at the end of the day, I cannot wrap my head fucking around is like peacemaker as a badass. Like, I'm sorry. He's a fucking idiot. Like he's like, he's tough and all that, but there isn't a single fucking DC guy that cannot kick the shit out of peacemaker. I'm sorry. Like he's fucking wears a toilet seat on his fucking head. He's a dipshit. He's always been a dipshit. Like that's his deal. Like, I mean, he was better when he had the weird like terrarium on his head. And it had like a little, oh, that weird, yeah. like his original, his original Charlton costume where he had like a little doodly bopper on the top of a Yeah, well, tank. that was the most toilet CD of the designs because it had, it was like, I mean, it was kind of, I can understand why it was like sort of like you're designing a superhero costume. Everything's been done. Let's yep. give him this weird fucking. The, the Omega sign basically. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Green Arrow's good. It is. Hack slash back to school. Some of the greatest freaking art. It Zoe is Thurgood is so art. goddamn talented. I very, love her art. art. Uh, Harley Quinn, number 37. Uh, I bought it for the Erica Henderson backup. Nice. Because I love Erica Henderson and Can't blame it looks me. great. And um, yeah, it's other than that, pretty forgettable. Ice Cream Man, number 38. Cool. Immortal Thor, which has probably one of the greatest covers I've ever seen Dude, on anything. I was wondering, like, why is Beast Boy in Thor? I was wondering why uh, He-Man's cat was in Thor. So, oh, yeah, that, Battle Cat. <laughs> uh, but this, like, it's so crazy that in any other generation, Alex Ross would be known as a fine artist. Yeah. And he just chose to throw it away, in quotes on our wonderful world of comics. I, yeah. I just feel, I feel blessed to have Alex Ross doing this shit. I will be honest. Like there's a certain uh, level of like, I don't give a fuckishness about his r- more recent art that Sometimes. I very much respond to. I didn't always like Alex Ross. Like I always yeah. thought he was a very talented of person and, but I never really got and Like I, f- there's just something about his covers lately that are, Oh my god! Just really cool, and like even They're that like Fantastic Salvador Four... Dolly covers. Yeah, the, yeah. He's doing the Fantastic really cool Four with a brain floating down the street, yeah. chasing people. But his graphic novel where he did the interiors yes, too, like that beautiful. has a quality that none of his art I have I've absolutely seen in, beautiful in any. Anyway, yeah, yeah, no. it's good, and he did the cover of this cool Thor. Yeah, I, seriously, I love this cover so much. Uh, anyway, uh, Invincible Iron Man is out. Jay Garrick the Flash is out. Mm. Jill and the Killers, number two, is out. Jujutsu Kaisen, we have the graphic, we have number one back in stock. That's yeah. nice. Get the hardcover of Night Terrell's 
Canocturnal Creatures. Canocturnal. Oh, boy. Um, this actually has some of my favorites. It has the uh, the Poison Ivy one. Mm. It has the Joker one. Some really good ones. Cool. Uh, honestly, that series, undervalued. I yeah. think it's wonderful. It had some shining moments. It had some really, yeah, it had some really good stuff. Uh, Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars 2 Facsimile Edition. Are they doing the whole series? Probably. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Miles Morales. Do Crisis now, too. I saw that. It's coming up. That's kind of cool. All 12 issues of Crisis. Honestly, I've wanted to collect them again as single issues. I did. It doesn't work yeah. as me, for me as a big hardcover. Nope. Uh, and it's pretty silly. So I'm <laughs> honestly kind of psyched to get like, because I know that now I know that the re, the facsimiles are going to continue to come out on newsprint. Yep. I'm I'm all on board, and Marvel should just follow suit. Like, just start doing it that way. It's, they look better. Yeah, they just look better. They look good. Um, Miles Morales, Spider Man, seventeen. Do not like the art. Yeah, nobody likes the series. Honestly, I think it they deserves better. It does. Uh, I. I don't know how I feel about him continuously. Like, I feel like I worry that they're magicking him and, and that's bad. I also, I'm not sure about the whole uh, Kamala Khan thing where it's like now they're like, like shipping them and it's kind of like, I don't know, like, I mean, whatever. I don't really follow the series. So I give a shit. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It actually, it kind of stands to reason that they would do that because they are, it, it feels expected to me. It does feel expected. But I mean, it has been like almost. Feels like some white guys were like, hey, what are we going to do with well, these people of color? You know, that's, maybe that's not what happened. Sure. But there also was just the fact that they, they've kind of been doing that literally since she started. So like that's kind of been a hint since Champions pretty much. Hmm. So like when they got on a team together in the second volume of Champions, that was kind of like, so like really early on. Uh, but Yeah. It's it's also just I don't like I don't like the fact that he's that he has a giant magic sword. I don't mm, like that's like, weird. It's just this, that's, that's like I don't know. Eventually, he's going to get the the ability to teleport. <laughs> then they're going to then it's like okay, you're just magic at this point. You're literally the X Men character magic. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. monstrous number forty nine. Now that's got good art. Sure does. <laughs> Uh, Moon Knight, City of the Dead, the trade paperback is out. Mm-hmm. Nasty number seven is out. You nasty. You nasty number seven. Uh, this is, honestly, uh, I would like to say a couple of nice things about Nasty. It looks how, like a great book. How the hell did this get made, number one? Uh, it blows my mind that this this is one of those books that should not have been able to last as long as it has. And I'm super happy that it has because it is a great book. It's it falls into my purview. It's like it's sleazy garbage nonsense, VHS culture slasher movie nonsense, and just done perfectly. It nails the aesthetic. It gets everything right. It's very punk rock. It's very it's punk rock and metal at the same time. It's just it's great, uh, and it is continuing to go. And I I would have expected them to cancel this thing like hmm. after four issues, but it's getting its full eight. So, congratulations, Nasty. Nice. The Nasty. The Nasty. Doing the Nasty. Uh, Duck, number four. Yeah, from the pages of Darkwing Duck. Yes. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Ooh, you said that how you say it? Evangelion? Uh, Evangelion? I believe so, yes. Uh, it is a three-in-one trade paperback, number four. So, it's one of the big, big fellers. Uh, Newburn, number 15, is out. Penguin, number seven, is out. People love that penguin. 
Mm, somebody does. Uh, Phantom Road, number nine. Hmm. And Power Girl, number six. I'm into it. I'm not, but I'm glad you are. <laughs> I'm into it. I think it's great. I honestly like... I, I could swear that we had this conversation about something similar to this in Marvel where they did the same thing last week or like two weeks ago and you were like, I fucking hate it anytime somebody goes to a fairy tale realm and it turns into a fairy tale story. I was talking about <laughs> elves and I don't like If I had elves, <laughs> I would not be into it. No, I could have sworn this it was is, just uh, like... This is a drugs. It is drugs. It is basically Power Girl and honestly, this artist... Is a fill-in, and I like the regular artists on Power Girl, and the the series is wait, one of the better. Wait, both both those like the beginning and end are the same artist. No, I don't okay, think so. Okay. There's like the the trippy drug art right. in this is by Marguerite Sauvage, uh, I believe. Wait, no, no, Marguerite Sauvage would be the the fancy art at the beginning. Right, she's the fancy artist. Uh, maybe I'm reversing the it. pretty stuff, and then at the end it gets like cartoony. It gets like batman the animated series art like it starts yeah. looking like a cartoon i don't know they just like they take a drug that makes them think they're in this fa- fa- fantasy land yes. but there's no elves so i'm fine <laughs> with it no it's fair cool. the only thing i they're 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 milking this whole like power girl how is power girl different from Supergirl kind of thing and i'm just yes. kind of like you don't really have to justify it nope. like it's just they they kind of have different personalities and like the fact that you keep insisting that they're exactly the same is kind of like like it's you that has the yeah, problem. I, like I never confused Power agree, Girl with Supergirl. I, I mean, agree. granted, they have really similar our origins, and it's I you know, swear it's somebody like different. There's literally somebody there who, at every meeting at DC, has stood up and gone, "If we get rid of the tits, who's gonna know her apart from Supergirl? <laughs> Bring back the tits." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I it's like they it. draw Supergirl with huge tits. I don't know. That's like, true, that's, they do. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like this artist doesn't really lean too heavy on that, but this which is good. This <laughs> isn't the main artist of when they first started. This writer started doing Power Girl. It was Salvage, the artist, and yes. then they launched this series, and it has a different artist who I can't remember the yep. name of who I like and the series is cool and I love that it has Omen in it mm-hmm. I know it's just like I think it's really cool that they're using Lilith from the Teen yeah. Titans in this comic and she has a great personality in it and it's the dynamic is good I don't care so much about like oh woe is me everybody compares me to Supergirl yep. that's not really an interesting story to me nope. but like I like this whole we have to take super drugs in order to get super <laughs> high and figure out what happened to these kids that yeah, are disappearing yeah. I, I like that as well I think uh, I will also say that the art in this, they fixed that thing about Marguerite Sauvage's art that I don't like. You don't like the coloring, right? And I doesn't don't. Marguerite Sauvage color she, her own. Art she doesn't. She doesn't use black lines. Color. Yeah, and that's what I don't like. Like I, there was a point when uh, this became kind of a thing where it was like we're going to do this very ultra soft look for some of these books, and Sauvage was the artist that usually was behind them. And she like I love her artwork. Period. Uh, her stuff on Super on uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, was just like next level beautiful. Savage does all of the art in this comic. <sighs> okay, she's a genius. But uh, and I've always thought that that's not a new thought for me. But um, yeah, she just changes her style. I mean, for when she's like when they're on so her. much that it's like 
is she Sweeney Boo? Like she's like it's better than Sweeney well, Boo. I'm sure, sorry, but, I don't. Like, well, I, that's true. Sweeney Boo is one I don't get. Why people love it's as not much my as they thing. Do. But uh, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it is like it's totally different. But the beginning of this, there's a lot less softness, and there's a not not necessarily there are black lines in it. There are black lines. They're very thin. They're, they're the thinnest. Someone was like, "Please." Honestly, just, I think that's the big difference that you're I, noticing. Exactly, is, is when the art style changes, the there's black lines big get black thicker. Black lines. Yep, <laughs> it's totally true. But also, I mean, it does get like they get distended, and their their faces almost get chibi and everything so yeah it's very much done in that but i i think power girl is a strong series yeah. from dc that i enjoy and that's all i have yep. to say fair oh, enough my, my headphones like when i took them off and i think i'm not talking into the right part of my microphone maybe who knows who knows does anyone care yes, nobody cares no there's people who listen i don't believe it hi there hi there person <laughs> who listens there's more than one person you know there I is. I know there is. Stop. I've seen the numbers. Uh, Power Pack Into the Storm number two. I think this is cool. Original Power Pack creative team back on Power Pack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's not my thing, but nah. some, somebody's going to like it. Uh, Punisher number four. Who is Jigsaw? I forgot to read Punisher number I four. I like is this idea. Good? I know you like it. I like this book, and I like this idea, and there's, a, there's, some, there's some cool stuff. Ooh. It's really funny how... Uh, it's cool because it's not the Jigsaw. Jigsaw is an organization. We're mm. all pieces of a puzzle. I hope that's not a big spoiler, but um, it's it's clever. And there's a, I mean, there's actually a head of the organization. And his name is Mr. Jigsaw. His name is Mr. Johnny Jigsaw. But this is it's good. I like. I really dig it. I don't know. Um, I like the big. I like the big wacky armor. I like all of it. Honestly, I'm down. I'm down for this new Punisher series. Yeah. Uh, Radiant Black number 28. Radiant Black. And Radiant Black number 28.5. What? I, dude, you got me. Yeah, I, that's not a comic I read. Uh, Radiant Black Even Volume 5. Podcast. Uh, Rare Flavours. Oh. That's uh, Ram V, is it not? It is Ram V doing Rare Flavours. Yes, it's about cooking. It is... Probably uh, about other uh, things. Yes, <laughs> and adjacent things. Red Room Crypto Killers trade paperback. <laughs> Sick, bro. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's like extreme. Yeah, uh, extreme. <laughs> Red Sonja, number 20, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 2023, number eight. Um, ooh, that Francovia cover sold out. I need to make sure that I don't have any of those on the floor. Uh, Resurrection of Magneto, number two. He's getting resurrected, baby. Yes. Because that's a thing that doesn't happen in Marvel anymore. It's, no more resurrections, they it's said. It's weird because... Literally this month. <laughs> my... My pitch that was the erection of Magneto got no <laughs> traction. I'm so sad. Well, it's, but, it's just a, it's a one shot. I mean, it's a one pager. Actually, it's a fold out. <laughs> oh. Um, Even after all these and it's years. three born in World War II? I can't imagine it's that. Uh, it's because of the magnetism. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He's got the controls the flow of iron in the blood. <laughs> yes. Uh, Savage Sword of Conan. This is one of the more interesting things that came out this week. It is interesting. I almost bought it, but yeah. then I just don't like Conan. Here's here's the thing. I 
I have to buy it. I it's have a good looking comic. Absolute proof that the only problem was that I don't like Conan uh, because I was reading it and I was like, okay, this is not doing anything for me. Got to the backup, which was a Solomon Kane story, and I was like, oh fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you get into turns that out puritanical shit. And you're I like, like yeah. I like Solomon Kane. Witch killers. Yep. Uh, you know how I feel about Christianity. I'm all about it. Yes. <laughs> Constantly practicing Christianity. I'm, I'm always do- <laughs> always practicing it behind the counter. I like the idea of practicing Christianity, like practicing witchcraft. Yes, I was like. I was thinking of it like practicing card tricks. <laughs> oh, I like I like practicing spells. Yes, <laughs> so I'm just practicing my prayers. Oh man, when I get to level five, <laughs> you're gonna see some shit. You see some spell casting. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Fang the Hunter, number two. Sick. We've got Spider Punk Arms Race. I need to shout out this fucking artist. Oh my god, uh, Justin Mason. Yeah, sweet Jiminy. I don't know anything that this person, Justin Mason, has done before, but this art rules. The uh, you you mentioned the thing about it looking kind of like classic Mirage art. Yes, and it was funny because like the thing that you had showed me, I was like, oh, that kind of has Ryan Stegman vibes, and then. I looked at the comic more closely and I 1000% see exactly what you meant. Yeah. Like if this was on like black and white on newsprint, it would f- totally fit in. With if it was black and white classic. on newsprint, you'd be like, I'm reading classic a Teenage Mirage. Mutant Ninja Turtles comic from 1991. Yeah. But it's Spider-Punk. So cool. Uh, it's just great. It's like you don't yeah. see that kind of art. It's like a breakout kind of new style. It's fun. I really dig it. Um, I think it's wonderful. Uh, yeah, the story, good. the story, I'm not as stoked about because they're trying to give him like a real story, yeah. and I don't think Spider Punk should have real He's stories. More allegorical, exactly. Yes. I think Spider Punk should be more jokey, and also, they're trying they're to bring of, him into a mainstream. Kind of, yeah, exactly. They're getting him away from the like, like I fight cops. Right guy that he started out as, where he was like, "Fuck the fucking cops." That was his whole. That was thing. like his whole deal. The police are venoms. Was yes. like the original story, and he fought them. The reason he needed a guitar and an amp is because venoms are fucking hurt by sound, and so he would play loud and hurt the venom cops. Yes. What a fucking brilliant idea! And then it's like, eh, or he's got like family things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he's got like. His band is all Marvel characters, yeah, which I like. Which, I like yeah, all. Of, I mean, I there's like, like aspects of it that are that are cool. But I you mean, are right that they definitely are getting a little more I mean, like at mainstream. least at least that first miniseries was basically about was allegorical to the music scene and like Kang the Conglomerator was there to sell his fucking music and you had the Misfits. Uh, it was basically like David Geffen. Yes, it was. Yeah, he was David Geffen. <laughs> or like no Richard Branson. <laughs> Wait, are they are they different people? <laughs> I don't know the difference. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> one of them owns an airline. Uh, that's... One of them just owns a single yacht. Oof. Uh, he probably owns a bunch of yachts. What a poser. Uh, anyway, one of them sued Neil Young. <laughs> oh God, I love that. I hope Neil Young kicked him in the nuts. No, he, Neil Young did win, but Good. Uh, yeah, David Geffen sued him for making uncommercial albums because he signed him for like a fuck ton of money, and then he made like country albums. <laughs> That's pretty great. He made Trans, which is like one of the greatest it's, fuck like you one albums of, of all time. Here's the thing: I don't like Neil Young all that much. I mean, I think Harvest is a great album. Blah blah blah. Whatever, it's fine. It's 
Sure. And I like Neil Young. Well, sure, that's fine. But that's uh, one of the only albums that I've listened to of his that I enjoy. Whereas Trans, that album moves me. Those four songs that are on there that are the vocoder songs, I think are genius. Yeah. And they, I find them to be... Trans is top three Neil Young album for me. I, I think of those songs as being the first time I've heard someone in that era express the sadness of the digitizing of human life. And, and I, it makes sense because at the time he was <laughs> dealing with a kid that had yeah. or two kids that had cerebral palsy and that they were using like early yeah. computers to like facilitate, oh you know, God. it Heart was fucking breaking. Dude. Absolutely about that. Yeah. Uh, but then he heard Devo and he was like, oh, man, this is the future of music. And he was right. He was but right. Also wrong. Well, he was right. He was just right. 30 years too early. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. And also, uh, if you watch Human Highway, oh, I, that, I own two oh copies my, of it on VHS, in fact. Oh, my God. Uh, on VHS? No, yeah. <laughs> I do not. Uh, but, man, the Hey, Hey, My, My with Devo oh, is, like, one of my favorite, like, I I told someone about that for ever. the first time uh, on online. I was like, oh, nice. they, were, they had just watched, uh, uh, no, I can't, they hadn't watched, they watched Human Highway, or they, they were just, like, kind of, experimenting like i'd never listened to neil young but they somehow got into like i think it was human highway and i was like and it wasn't though because they hadn't seen the jam and that's in oh. human highway anyway i told yes. them to watch it and then they were like holy fuck and they were like i can't get worried man out of my head <laughs> it takes a word man oh, to man. sing a word song or maybe uh, word now or no no the my my hey hey long. uh jam Yes. That's oh, that's the one. Of. No, I I think of the Devo, the sequence in Human Highway where Devo is the nuclear, yes, the, the nuclear workers. disposal workers, and they're just singing. It takes a worried man yeah. while they're like loading toxic waste onto yep. a truck. Yep. Ah, uh, so good. Yeah. No. Anyway, anyway, you know what else is good? What? Star Trek. Yeah. To find actually, I've been world. watching Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. It's really good. It is really good. Uh, Picard's Academy, number six. I haven't been watching that. By Sweeney Boo, who you hate. Um, the Star- <laughs> hate is a strong word. I'm not a fan of the art. That's fair. Uh, Star Wars Legends Epic Collection Rise of the Sith, Volume 1. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Thrawn Alliance is number two. Can you just can you just be a like a like a hype man for me? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, so uh EC Archives Vault of Horror Volume 4. Word it up. <laughs> Tell it like it is. Hit him where it hurts. <laughs> uh so oh, guess what's out? You're gonna be excited. Lonesome Hunters Wolf Child Trade Paperback is out. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, perfect. No, but uh one of one of the best series. What is it again? Uh, Lonesome Hunters, Wolf Child. I don't. Oh yeah, is that a trade of that? Trade of. Oh yes. nice, yeah. That's the um, that's the uh, Tyler Crook. Tyler Crook. And very good. But it's Tyler Crook and somebody else, right? Nah, I think it's just him. Well, Cullen Bunn. Maybe. No, 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 it's not Cullen Bunn. Somebody else was on it, but I maybe he's the only, only guy doing the art. Yeah, I think. I, can, I, can no, I think that. he's also writing it, but I think there's somebody else who is kind of doing something. I don't remember. Her, cool. Whatever. Uh, Uncanny X Men number two sixty eight. Ooh, everybody loves that. It's the iconic. Uh, it's oh, a yeah. it's a like, facsimile. New issue of X Men. No, read it's a facsimile that. of the time the that facts. that Wolverine met Captain America and the Black Widow. Marvel sending in the facts, and they had that. It's it's the first time that they show up, and uh, and Wolverine gets to go. Yeah, bub, I met you in World War Two, bub, 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 and then I was somehow, a guy. 
Black Widow was alive in World War II as well. Sure. One of those, <laughs> one of those things. Uh, undiscovered Country, number 28. Oh, yeah. Oh, World. man, you want to know something funny? World. I said uh, someone posted a picture of the Quasar issue where they have the race. Um, yes. And it's the one where Barry Allen comes from D.C. Yes. and wins the race. But on the cover is that guy Super Saber. Remember Super Saber? <laughs> <laughs> the speedster who constantly Jesus had to Christ. not get decapitated because every time he appeared, <laughs> someone strung a garrote and he'd run into it. <laughs> anyway, I got to say the line uh, online. I said, pour one out for the homie Super Saber. <laughs> he did finally get decapitated. Uh, anyway, that's so sorry. sad. Super Saber. Uh, I like those guys, those Vietnam era commando guys. Yeah. Crimson Commando and Super Saber and uh, Av- Avalanche. No. Nah. Stonewall. Stonewall. See? I was an X-Men fan at one point. Uh, yeah, Stonewall. Threw the first brick at a cop. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, striking a blow for mutant rights. Uh, let's see. Man, that's a that's a pitch right there. That's not, not bad. That is not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, World Tree, number eight. Sure. I like this. I like it. I mean, Whatever. yeah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Now, uh, what if Venom... Bob, have you ever have you ever wondered, what if what if Venom what if Venom like just just like what if so, if you're curious what this actually is, it's <laughs> what if She Hulk became Venom, what <laughs> which is literally what this what it is, but it's part one, so I think Venom is gonna. I think that's why on the cover it's, it's like all the different, Doctor Strange yeah, Loki it's like Venom is just gonna like yeah. bounce around. Yes. Ping pong, speedball style. Yep. Uh, onto different hosts. And, um, and what's funny is that this. I mean, listen, it's fine. I like it. I'll make a prediction: if Venom had bonded with She-Hulk initially, um, probably wouldn't have been as popular. No, definitely not. Uh, and I also as well with Spider-Man. <laughs> I think so too. And also, I think uh, there was a Mighty Avengers story where She-Hulk did get the Venom symbiote. I mean, I feel so like did. every single well, Marvel character has a symbiote. At but this that point. was like, that was literally what happened in that. It was the symbiote bomb. Someone blew up a symbiote bomb, and all of the Avengers wound up wearing symbiotes, including Wolverine. Yeah. It's and there's funny, that iconic like, Wolverine with the symbiote, and he's like kind of tearing through it with the claws. Remember the the planet of the symbiotes when they yes. first the, that first have it? I think it was Bendis. It was like yep. a Guardians of the it Galaxy. It was a Guardians maybe. of the Galaxy, and issue. it was like, oh holy shit! They're finally gonna go to the planet where the Venoms are the yep. from, and it was gonna be this. It had so much. And look what happened. It makes me so mad. It's just like you should have just left that planet fucking alone. <laughs> oh, I just. I mean, I hate the fact that they retconned that story. I've probably talked about it before. Oh, they retconned it? They did, because that story was such a good idea. The explanation as to why, like, it was basically the Space Venom, whatever his name was, the Venom Space Knight. Remember that storyline? Yes, story that line? was Flash Thompson. Yes. And so he had to go, he had to go back to the planet of the symbiotes because... Uh, the longer they stay away from the hive mind, the crazier and more aggressive they get. And he was starting to lose his shit because he'd been away from it for a long time. And all of the symbiotes that are like totally bonker dudes and going off on killing sprees are the ones that have been broken away from the hive mind for the longest time. And that was, that was Bendis's version of this story. And like, if they had thrown carnage back into the pool, he would have been like, Oh dude, I'm so sorry. 
about <laughs> all that shit I did. Uh, well, except for his guy was a serial killer, so like he still would have been a serial killer. Yeah. Cletus uh, Cassidy yes. started out as a human serial killer. That's when he true. With the venom yes. baby. The venom baby. Yeah, and I don't know if that's. I th- there's something about the colors too, but I can't remember what that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, it was a cool story, and they basically it took them, I swear, three months to retcon that story. It, it was not any time <laughs> at all. But what they retconned it so that that wasn't what made them crazy. No, so that it's oh, the, it has nothing to do with any of that, and it's so. because they wanted to do that story by that guy who no one will ever employ again. Oh, yeah. No, I think he'll get employed again. No, he will. In fact, he's doing a thing with fucking Scott Snyder. Or, no, he was supposed to. I have all sorts of... He's in- back. He had some kind of car accident. Mm. Yeah, I we can't. won't talk about I'm it. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm, I know. Mm. We've talked about it off, Any- off, off offline. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, White, uh, White Widow, number four. Good night. <laughs> and uh wolverine number 44 <laughs> oh yeah i could not believe when you showed me that <laughs> skiing it was like i it, love it man we were like literally just talking about how unbelievably gory and remember the violent. wolverine surfing comic i do and I, it was like the only wolverine comic i've bought in like five years yeah, that was that like, was x-force it was x-force and he got so much shit for that comic i know the artist who's doing he lives in maine oh. this like i i talk to him occasionally he comes into the shop and he's he's a really nice dude and he's super talented his art is awesome yeah um but uh yeah he apparently got a bunch of shit for the surfing Wolverine thing, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. Yep, same. And now if you want to see Wolverine ski, you can get this new <laughs> issue of Wolverine, where mostly it's just Sabretooth fucking people up. Yes, but, but... then Wolverine skis. Also, Colossus skis. Yes. I would think that would be harder... Uh, I think both of them are very heavy yeah, due to the, the yeah, metal I think content. They're just, I mean, I guess it's all just science, you know. It's like, all just fake science, so maybe, it doesn't matter. They didn't have, like, thicker skis or anything, <laughs> just, like, regular skis. Uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever, it's good. It's pretty great. I like it. I like absurdity <laughs> in my superhero comics. So do I. And you know what I'm? You know what else Brand I'm excited about? Wood. I'm excited about the new X-Men cartoon. Oh, yeah. X-Men 97. Fun. You know why? Because I saw footage of them playing basketball, and I went, nice. "Are yes. you kidding? You like that's it's it's like a dog whistle to people who care about comics to I, have the X Men playing sports." <laughs> I'll put I'll put it right down on the table right now. Five bucks on the table right now. When they when after this Krakoa thing is done, mm-hmm. and they restart X Men, first issue, they play baseball. <sighs> I would love it. I'll put five bucks on the table right now. I I mean, I will buy a copy of the comic when it comes out, an extra copy, and I will just give it to you. And is the it, first is that extra in, with just an X in the front and a hyphen? No, I'm just saying oh. I will buy two copies, assuming <laughs> okay. I buy one for myself. If I don't buy one for myself, I'll just buy one. Okay. And I'll leave it with you, and you can give it away to free, free okay. to anyone if Perfect. they play baseball. Only if they play baseball. Okay, but you know... This isn't working out. The thing is, it it only (laughs) works out because it's going to be basketball, because basketball is the cartoon. Oh, basketball is the cartoon. I didn't watch the cartoon. I think the... They played baseball in the comic. They Yeah, there was definitely a lot of baseball. They also did... They also played basketball in the late 90s comic. Mm, Yeah, and Nightcrawler has his, like, rings that he jumps through a lot. Yes. 
I was like such a I was such a fan. I, if you read the newsletter, you know how much I went on about this era, the Joe Mad and like Adam Kubert era of X Men. I it is my my favorite X Men era, and it is my favorite X Men aesthetic. And I literally dropped comics as soon as the house style moved away from cartoonishly bulky, well-drawn figures into the new style, which was the Matt Fraction kind of era, where it was just sort of like, sort of realistic, sort of manga, you know, whatever. But this, that was my era. Interesting. That, That look, like the iconic... Uh, the the issue that I think of that represents it perfectly is Colossus after he's just injected himself with the legacy virus. You know that one, but yeah. at what cost? Yeah, yeah. That cover. That's when you stopped. No, that was that. That is my iconic era. style of of artwork. Nice. And that's uh, it's actually Salvador Larocca was back there. Yeah. Like that's him. That's uh, Joe Maduero. Like all those dudes. That is my that's my that's bag. X Men. I'm, a, ugh, I'm a, honestly my 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 classic X Men era is Art Adams, Alan Davis. I mean, I love that too. Um, yeah, honestly, like can't lie, John Romita Jr. I love that too. Uh, I mean, w- at the time, I thought it was great. It's just now Barry Windsor Smith, Paul Smith. Uh, ba- those Barry Windsor Smith issues of Wolverine are so good. Yeah, from, well, the, uh, and the from Storm Marvel Life Death ones. Yep. I was into those. Those were oh, some of the first X Men comics I bought. Yep. Oh, that Honestly, was Barry the first X Men comic right. I owned was drawn by Dave Cockrum, but it was oh, after his great. main run. Yeah. It was the Sleezoid one. Oh yes. It had the Sleezoids on the cover and Kitty Pride, but it was like I didn't even know. Yeah. It was just like it was literally just like an alien was popular at the time comic. Yep. Anyway, we are fucking. Oh, I know. We only have one left. <laughs> oh, okay. Women of Marvel number one. I liked it. This issue. It was good. Has women and they're of Marvel. There's many women of Marvel, but the art style is really cool of the main story. Like, I really dug it, and oh, I like that. I like, didn't even they look kind at it. of use uh, Sue Storm as like the kind of like prototypical like Marvel female yeah. car- character, I and mean, um, for good reasons. But there's uh, there's cool stories in it. The art's really good. Uh, I I I got it. Nice. Like, I was into it. Okay. It was good. Nice. It's my kind of Marvel comic. It starts with like a very like 60s kind of style and then it goes into like a more modern style and then there's other stories. In, Oof, in it. It's got a really good storm cover. Uh, I, w- I only saw the one cover, Oof, which that's I did not good. love, but the inside of the comic got it for me. But I probably would have bought a variant if there were more options. Nice. All right. That's it. That's good enough for me. Uh, that's yeah. all of the comic books. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we're just barely over an hour, so we oh, did nice. it. Wow, it felt like we talked for a really long time about not comics. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we should have a okay. music podcast. I know, we should. Anyway. Uh, More podcasts. That's what the world needs. <laughs> Everybody needs it. Uh, and, uh, you know, follow us at I'm Actually Comics. Follow us at Coast City Comics. Uh, buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. We appreciate it. Follow the other podcast, Funbox Monster Podcast. And follow Bob at Dollar Binge. Do all these things. I've been blowing up the spot on dollar binge yeah you have i got rich tomaso like one of my posts nice <laughs> that's awesome i love it when it's somebody i've like that i'm a fan of i like i like rich tomaso because his whole name just sounds like a delicious italian dish <laughs> i would like it if he came to town and i would take him to tomaso's canteen <laughs> i would like a rich tomaso please it's <laughs> mm, <laughs> nice. tasty uh all right thank you so much have a good night yeah.